give you a little clue what confirmation means. When somebody asks, what is confirmation? And um, there's many different answers, and one of which is that on this Sunday, we, uh, we younger people, ninth graders in our case, affirm or confirm the great truths of the Christian faith for themselves. And we also would add that faith is a multidimensional word and that there's a lot of questions and we're in process. Anybody out here still in process on faith? In fact, if you're on a faith journey, you're in process or you're not really on the journey. And so you're going to hear some things today that are very affirming of the faith and there's also still questions. And we are a church that says that's okay. And um, we're going to celebrate, though, the work that these guys have done. And they've done a lot, a lot of work this year. So um, that's what confirmation is. That's what, why we take this Sunday. And we, we're so grateful to um, get to know. You're going to hear some stories here this morning. Okay, before we get there, though, I need to um, have Pastor Mark Neely come on up here, our youth pastor. And I also need Dodie and Francis to come on up, who are part of a ministry called His Hands. And they're going to hold this thing up here, and I'm going to say some words about it. This is a prayer shawl, and uh, this was made, this is a group of women who do knitting and crocheting, and um, they made this for, for this young Mark here, and I'm just sitting here being real jealous right now. <laughs> um, yeah, that's what I'm doing. And these are different things that Mark likes to do in life. So you got a bicycle and what well, says love there. I guess that's something you love. Yeah. And then uh, football. So different things that represent his life. It was made over nine months and it was stitched together the way you do it, I guess. I'm told to say these words, a friendship quilt. Never done one myself, but there's, that's the idea. And so many hands have gone into that and... Uh, yeah, I don't know, Mark. You're a special guy. So, yeah. Thank you. So awesome. Thank you. And I think that's it for now. Cool. You, you, yeah. How do I say that nicely? All right. So we're going to get started. You're going to, the stories you're going to hear. And I'm going to ask Walt Lamont to come on up here now. Um, Walt was one of the mentors. And the mentors are going to be introducing um, the stories that are in their little group, right? Yes. Okay. Good morning. My name's Walt Lamont. And I had the pleasure of spending time with Justin, Richie, and Luke over the past nine months. And it's been a pleasure to work with them. Um, they're three very different people going to three different schools on three different comple- completely different paths. And um, they've asked great questions, and I've, they've deepened my faith by asking these really good questions. And I get a lot more out of this than they probably have any idea. So I just want to say thank you to you three. And go ahead. My name is Richard Weaver, or Richie Weaver. Um, I got one sister. Uh, her name is Grace. And I go to school in Monroe at a school called Sky Valley Education Center. I'm also half homeschooled. I was born in Seattle. Don't know the hospital. Um, I lived in Sammamish for about four to five years, and I've been at Pine Lake for about a year now. 
like Legos as a hobby. Um, I've been collecting since probably 2011, 2012-ish time. Uh, I think I roughly have about maybe between 200 and 300 individual Lego sets. Um, I think the most important one I have, well, to me, is my biggest one. It's called Ninjago City. Um, this one is important to me because I had to work during the, all the summer. I kind of learned about working to get what I wanted instead of just waiting for birthdays and Christmas and stuff. Um, I saved up about $330, a little bit over actually, um, to purchase this one. And I just, I felt satisfied with myself after I bought it and built it. To start this letter off, my name is Richard Weaver. Most people call me Richie. My confirmation, who is most likely reading this letter right now, is Walt. <laughs> my other confirmation people in my group are Luke and Justin, and this is my story of the confirmation experience, the short version. I am writing this letter to the church to know who I am and what my status and my faith is. Starting off, some things that have shaped my life. One, for instance, is when I was born, I had a heart defect, and about four months later, I had open-heart surgery. As you can see, the surgery was successful. <laughs> Some of the side effects of the surgery was that I gained dysgraphia. Dysgraphia is a hand defect that affects doing things like drawing, writing, and spelling. This caused many different ideas in my head, like I wasn't smart enough or things along those lines. Another thing that affected my life was when I was nine, my family was in the middle of moving from Kirkland to Sammamish. And throughout the move, my father had a brain issue. My family lived in a hotel and later a rental house during the move. My, weather, my mother was going everywhere to try and help my father, and I spent most of my time during that year on the couch watching TV. And during our time in hotels, our new house was being renovated by awful contractors. <laughs> the contractors ripped us off and did a bad job. That was a pretty traumatizing experience of mine. During the time my dad was sick and we were living in a hotel, I pushed away from God. I asked myself, why would he do this to us when we were your average family? Why us? I didn't pray a lot or read the Bible. I didn't go to church for almost the entire move. I was in and out of faith with God until 2016, and then I was steady in my faith. Currently, I feel close to God, but I'm still unsure of my faith. In my confirmation experience, I learned more about Jesus and God. To me, Jesus is like a friend who is always there for you, who gives you advice, doesn't judge you on your past failures. The verses that are important to me during this journey were 1 Thessalonians 5, verses 16 to 17. Rejoice, oily, rejoice always, pray continually. To me, these verses mean always be happy with what you have, even in times of sadness, and to continually pray because God has a plan for you. This is only a little piece of my life story, and it is far from over. I'd like to say one thing... 
I would like to say one thing to my confirmation, confirmation leader, my family, and God. Thank you. Justin, I'm in ninth grade. I go to Chrysalis High School, and my sister's name is Lauren. Uh, I was born in Seattle, Washington. Been at Pine Lake for five years now, and I've lived in Sammamish for my entire life. I rock climb at Vertical World in Redmond. I've been climbing for roughly seven years. What I enjoy most about climbing is the excitement and the rush. Hi everyone, my name is Justin Drake. I'm in ninth grade uh, at Chrysalis High School in Woodenville. My mentor is Walt. He also mentored my buddies Luke and Richie. Two life experiences uh, I had that shaped me today. Uh, there are many, but one of uh, my two is definitely graduating Basic Academy for Police Explorers. Basic Academy was guaranteed the hardest thing I've ever done. My platoon and I got along the best out of everybody in the Summer Academy. My bond with them was like a second family. We went through everything together. We motivated, consoled, and carried each other. This really shaped me into being a team person, helping others, and serving my community and hopefully my country someday. Speaking of bonding, this leads me into my second reason. The only reason I don't call it an experience is because I have uh, many with her every day. The relationship I have with my sister has a big impact on my life. Um, and it says Walt is awesome because he wrote that there. Thanks, man. Um, one thing I do before I go to bed is pray with my family. Uh, that helps me stay close with God each day. I have not been baptized. It is my decision on making it, um, it is my decision I'm making that on my own time. Uh, I will 100% know when I'm ready. In my own words, Jesus is the Son of God. That's basic, basically what, what I have. Uh, Got to say, my favorite verse is Matthew 8, 28 through 24. Wait, that's not right. 34. Um, it is basically when Jesus took the demons out of a crazy man, put them into pigs, and the pigs ran off the cliff and killed themselves. And that you basically you can't make that up. So, there you go. I want to thank my mom and dad uh, for taking time to study my work and really breaking it down. Um, and really for all the support in my journey. Uh, to Walt, thanks for making time and effort throughout the whole year and your jokes. Uh, I'm not entirely sure what to say to God other than thank you uh, for my blessings and the future ahead you have planned for me. Uh, thank you. Hi, 
Uh, my name is Luke Richardson. I'm in ninth grade at Skyline High School, and I'm the youngest of five kids. I was born in Pensacola, Florida, and I've lived in Sammamish for 13 years, so most of my life. I've been at Pine Lake for eight years since I was in first grade. I'm a part of a business and marketing program at Skyline called DECA. This is my tag from our last competition, and I qualified for state and was just a few people off from nationals. Good morning everyone, my name is Luke Richardson. This year Walt was my shared confirmation leader with Richie and Justin. I believe I'm at the point in my journey with God where I would call myself a Christian. I for sure do not have I for sure do not claim to have everything figured out about my faith, and I of course still do have many questions. My life was greatly impacted by my parents' divorce in 2011, and also when my second sister moved to Australia last year. Being in first grade at the time of their divorce, I was not deeply affected firsthand. Though I did see how it affected my parents, and that affected me. I saw the pain it put my brother through as a middle schooler, old enough to fully comprehend what divorce means for him in his life, and caught in the middle between everyone's own problems in the situation, and that affected me. I was affected when my siblings split between houses, and I was the only kid going back and forth. You could say I was the last vote. Through their divorce, God taught me how when someone else is hurt by a situation, it can affect you even more than if something had happened to you directly. I was very close to my sister before she moved to Australia. When my first sister moved out, it did not impact me as much because I was too young at the time to have a fully formed relationship with her. When my second sister, Mary Beth, moved out, however, it signified the fact that my family was growing apart and getting older, something as the youngest was a scary thought to see everyone leave in front of me. When siblings in my family chose sides, grudges were formed. This experience caused me to pray to God many times, asking him why he would appearingly allow the kids in my family to turn away from him and allow grudges between family members to cloud their faith. I was mad at God for this and did not hide it in my prayers with him. I questioned why God would allow what some call free will and why he wouldn't just prevent these things from happening. I hadn't yet fathomed the fact that we can't love God fully if he does not allow us free will. It is the same idea as if the fact if we didn't have the hardest times in our life, there would be no existing spectrum, and therefore no good moments as well. I have been baptized, and I did it as a visual representation of my faith, that God sent Jesus to die for my sins. Just like confirmation, it is another step in my faith, yet still having questions and so much room to grow. To me, Jesus is God's way of forgiving us for the mistakes we make with the free will God provides us. Romans 5, 3-4 has given me strength over the past three years. It states, We rejoice in our sufferings, knowing that suffering produces endurance, endurance produces character, and character produces hope. In hard times in my life, if I can remember that the suffering I am going to will transform into hope, that I can be confident in my belief that under God, everything will turn out according to His plan. To my family, I would like to say that I, I have faith in God that everything will turn out for the greater good. I would like to thank my confirmation leader for allowing a space where I can grow, even if I do not always have the strength to voice my true feelings in our confirmation meetings. And most importantly to God, I would like to say I am excited and passionate for the opportunity that you have provided me to get to know you, to have you in my life, for I know that without God we are never truly whole. 
Thank you. Good morning. My name is Michelle Polly, and it's been a privilege this year to walk alongside Grace and Taryn and Jillian in their confirmation journey. Earnest seekers, beautiful hearts, overcomers of adversity, and most importantly, daughters of the one true king. Let's hear first from Grace. My name is Grace Weaver. My brother is Richie Weaver. I currently attend Central Washington University, but I will be headed to University of Nebraska-Lincoln in the fall. I was born in Kirkland. I've lived in Sammamish for about five years now, and I've been at Pine Lake for about two years at this point. I've been riding since I was eight. I've been competing since then as well. I own two horses, Diamond, who's a Tennessee walker, and Sweetheart, who's a miniature horse. During the time I've owned both, I've been inside the 4-H program and shown and gone on to teach kids how to ride too. In the fall, I'll be attending University of Nebraska-Lincoln, and there I'm going to study food science and entrepreneurship with the goal to start and own my own company while in college. My name is Grace Weaver. I've been a part of Michelle Polly's confirmation group along with Jillian and Taryn this year. I was baptized as a baby, and I do believe that I should be baptized as an adult, but I don't feel that I'm ready for that at this moment in my life. Confirmation has given me a very unique opportunity to explore my faith and devote time to it over the course of this year. As being a college student, it's hard to find time to spend with God, and confirmation has given me that unique opportunity. It's given me an opportunity in an environment where I can ask hard questions without worrying about judgment and where I can dive deeper into the Bible and explore every verse, chapter, and quote with time devoted to it, which leads me to who is Jesus. For me, Jesus is a really cool uncle who you can call at any time of day and will always pick up an answer. He doesn't judge you. He offers suggestions, but you never have to go through with what he decides. He never judges you and rants when you say you won't do something or go against his word, even if you know he is right in the end. In scripture, there's one verse that stands out to me, John 1.1. In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. It's a really simple verse that we all learn as children, but I believe it stands on my faith. It's a commandment, a law, set in stone, knowing that the Bible doesn't always have all the answers, but it is his word. And when I can't find something inside the Bible, I always have my cool uncle to follow up with me later. No question is too inappropriate or unanswerable for him. Yesterday I was given the opportunity to ask God for anything I wanted, hypothetically, um, and what I would ask for. And my answer was one, maybe two hours where I didn't have an illness and I didn't have responsibilities, as every kid wishes. And... um, I had free time to myself, and I could just lay in the sun for two hours. 
and lay in the great and detailed but simple creation that God has given all of us over this time. I want to thank my family for supporting me through this process. I want to thank Michelle for spending a lot of time answering my many questions and for Jillian and Taryn for being interesting members of my group. Um, I'd like to thank both um, Pastor Mark Neely and Mark Meredith um, for answering all my questions no matter the time of day. And I'd like to thank all of the church for being here for me during this time. I know I'm fairly new compared to some members, um, but I feel like I've been welcomed with very open arms to the church. So thank you. Jillian Lamont. I'm in ninth grade. I go to Eastlake High School. I have two sisters, Grace and Ellie, and I have three pets, my dog Lupin and my two cats, Fred and George. So I was born here in Washington. I've lived in Sammamish my whole life and I've gone to PLCC my whole life. I'm in band, and this is my music folder. I play the euphonium, and it's kind of big, and I didn't want to take it home. So this is my music folder instead. My name is Jillian Lamont, and this year my mentor was Michelle Polly, and the other people in my group were Taryn and Grace. So basically I'm writing this because this year I had the opportunity to learn more about God and explore my faith. And while I still have a lot of questions, um, a lot more were answered. And then something that shaped me as a teen was Campbell Farms. Um, at 6th through 8th grade, I had the opportunity to attend Campbell Farms, which is one of our uh, mission trips. And um, while I was there, I got to see how privileged I was to have things like a family who loves me, stable housing, and good education. I saw how I could use my privilege for good and how I could use it to help others. And um, I met people who I will remember for a long time, as well as lessons that I will always carry with me. Something else that shaped me was my transition from middle school to high school. Um, While during that, I realized what was important to me. I learned more about who I was and who my my real friends were. I learned how to take time for myself and that grades aren't always the most important thing. Um, And then something that also shaped my relationship with God was also Campbell Farms because the first time that I really saw him like shape me in my life and how he helps others. And um, while I still have a lot of questions about my faith, I do see being baptized sometime in my future because I think it's the next step in my faith journey. In my own words, Jesus is a friend and a mentor. He's always there to listen and to help, and he will give you advice when you need it. My favorite verse is Matthew 11:28, which says, Come to me, all who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. 
I like this verse because it reminds me that even when I'm overwhelmed and burdened, God can take away my stress so that I can rest. I want to thank my family for always being there for me and loving me. I want to thank Michelle for guiding me and answering a lot of my weird questions. I want to thank Taryn and Grace for being an interesting part of my group. And then I want to thank God for his unconditional love and support. I'm in ninth grade and I go to Eastlake High School and I have two sisters named Kaylee and Regan and we have a cat in the backyard and her name is Mocha. <laughs> I was born in Evergreen and then I've lived in Sandwich my whole life and I've been at Pine Lake for about six years. I'm really into art. I have my watercolor in here. Um, I got into art this year at Eastlake because my teacher was like really chill and she got me into like thinking about the different ways of art and like how good it is and fun it is. I'm Taryn, and my mentor this year was Michelle, and I had Grace and Jillian in my group. And this year in confirmation, I hoped to learn more about my faith and my connection to God. One event that really shaped me was my parents' divorce. It shaped me because it forced me to be outside of my comfort zone and to do new things in a new way. It also stirred up a lot of my anxiety because I had a lot of new things to do that I wasn't really comfortable with. But it did teach me how to be more patient and how, for what I needed and what I wanted and how to value more things in my life. Another event that shaped me was when I was diagnosed, diagnosed with anxiety in seventh grade. My anxiety has caused me to miss out on a lot of good opportunities and has also affected my school life. I was always super anxious on what would happen at school and so I would try to skip school so that I didn't have to deal with my anxiety and the day itself. It still affects me a lot, and I still have the anxious habit of trying to skip out on school because of an, ins- because of an assignment or presentation I have due. It also causes me to miss out on fun times with my friends and family. In the past, I've had to come home early from trips because of my anxiety, and I've not been invi- invited on trips with my sisters because nobody wanted to deal with it. One experience that has impacted my relationship with God was starting high school. As school assignments started getting harder, I took on a lot of stress and started praying more and asking for help with my stress and anxiety. As a baby, I was baptized, but through this faith journey, I realized I might want to be baptized again as a rededication of my faith. To me, Jesus is a shepherd. He is someone I can always trust to guide me through my problems and worries. A scripture that really matters to me is Deuteronomy 31.8. The Lord himself goes before you and will be with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. What I love about that is that it really reassures me to trust in God and that he will always be with me. Mom, thank you for always sticking 
with me through hard times and always believing in me. And Michelle, thank you for guiding me through this with journey and answering my questions. Thank you. morning. My name is Larry Larson, and uh, I've got to mentor, be a, a, an advisor for three great guys, uh, Caleb and Hubert and Matt. Uh, I've been doing this for 10 years now, and it's always, it's very fun for me just because I get to see God, I get to see scripture, I get to see the Christian life through a 14 and 15 year old's perspective. And that's, that, uh, I could just say, keeps me young. So, you know, in a way, uh, it's, it's, they're, they're, the, they're the same as I've had for uh, these 10 years, but we're all unique. We're all individuals, and that's the way God made us, and that makes it interesting. One thing that's the same, though, in this is I get these 14 and 15 year old young men, and at the start of the year, they're about here on me, and at the end of the year, they're up here. <laughs> So uh, Caleb is going to start us off this morning. Uh, I'm Caleb Bartholomew. I go to Beaver Lake Middle School. I'm in eighth grade. And I have a brother named Brayden, and he's in sixth grade. Um, I was born in Tacoma. Uh, I've lived in Smash for 12 years, and I've done the time link for 12 years, too. Um, something interesting. I go to School of Rock at Sequoia, and School of Rock is like a music program that has lessons and puts you into different bands, and I've played at the Hard Rock Cafe and the Crocodile in Seattle, and my favorite music to play is Queen. Hi, I'm Hi, I'm Caleb Bartholomew. I was in Larry's group with Matthew and Hubert for confirmation this year. I had a lot of fun during this experience and learned a lot about the Bible, Jesus, and Larry's adventures. (laughs) I decided to do confirmation because I wanted to grow my relationship with God after being baptized when I was 11, and I felt like this was the next step to do so. When I was young, the things that mattered to me was being with my family and friends, playing music and sports, and going to church. As I've grown older, the things that are important to me have stayed the same, but I've gotten closer to God through Ignite. One thing that impacted my relationship with God is when I was younger, I got really anxious about flying, and he helped me through that by letting me know that he's always with me and that he has a plan for me. To me, Jesus is the reason we're here today. He died for me, you, and all of us. He forgives our sins and gave us a fresh start before we were even born. He gave us unlimited chances to get closer to God because that's how much he loves us. One of my favorite verses is Isaiah 41.10, which says, Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you, I will help you, I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. I like it because it reassures me that God cares about me and is always with me. 
I think about it if I get nervous or anxious about anything. I even have a plaque that says it that I got when I was baptized. I would like to thank my parents for guiding me through life and driving me every Sunday morning to confirmation. And thank you, Brain, for being good brother, but sometimes kind of annoying. <laughs> and thank you to my grandparents, aunts, and uncles, and friends for being here today. Thank you, Larry, for helping me study the Bible. And thank you, God, for giving me this opportunity to confirm my faith. Hi, I'm Hubert Yang, and you're watching Disney Channel. Do, 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 do. Hi, I'm Hubert Yang, and I'm a freshman at Skyline High School. I have one sibling named Ernie, and he goes to Bentley University. So, I lived in Sammamish since I was one years old, and I've been a part of Pine Lake Covenant since I was in first grade, so that's eight years now. I've also been playing chess since I was in second grade, so seven years now, and I've um, won many tournaments, and I've placed uh, second in the state when I was in sixth grade. So I'm a black belt in Chinese Kung Fu, and I've been doing that for about two and a half years. Hi, I'm Hubert, and Larry was my mentor. Um, I was in a group with Matt and Caleb. I've been going to church my whole life, but it never really felt like I was connected to God until recently. Confirmation is a way to show myself that I'm a Christian because I make the choice and I want to be, and not because it's an obligation to me. When I was younger, I really had no idea what mattered. I didn't really know Jesus. Of course, I had heard about him at church. Everyone kept on saying, Jesus died for your sins, but I wasn't really sure what that meant to me. But now, I've learned what Jesus is. Jesus is the only true pursuit. He is my guide. Jesus is a north star to my life, always showing me the right path, whether I choose to follow it or not. Scripture says that Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. No one goes to the Father except through Him. Seeing as Jesus is the only way to get to heaven, and I really don't want to go to hell, <laughs> I do my best to emulate Jesus in all aspects of my life. I grew up going to church every Sunday. And I was baptized when I was four years old, before I even knew what that meant. I've always felt like I was just going through the motions of being what you would call a good Christian, like reading my Bible, going to church, and praying at night. I felt like I needed to do those things because it was an obligation to me. Then, in the summer of 2018, I went to Young Life Camp at Creekside in Washington Family Ranch. 
It's not like I never went to any Christian camps before that. I went to plenty, but this one really just stuck with me, and it changed my life. The speaker there said that a relationship is a two-way road, and your relationship with God is no different. God is always doing his part, but it's up to me to do my part. He also said, I need to not only go through the motions of honoring God, but I need to truly want that and believe that it is good for me in my heart. A Bible verse that helps me is 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 7, which reads, For we walk by faith, not by sight. If I'm ever feeling buried under the stress from school or pressure from my peers, then I turn to this verse. This verse reminds me to put my trust in God. If I want to have a relationship with God, then I need to trust Him because all relationships need trust. Finally, I would like to say thank you to my mom and my dad for putting me in church at such a young age and introducing me to Jesus. Thank you to Larry for guiding me through this journey of understanding. I will always treasure the stories and advice that you have shared with me. I now know what it is like to be called a Christian. Matthew Diefenbach. Uh, I go to Skyline High School. I'm a freshman, and I have one sibling, Riley. She's a junior in Skyline. All right, I was born in Issaquah, Washington, and I've been Sammamish my whole life, and I've also gone to Pine Lake my whole life. I've been on the Kalani Shark swim team for like nine years, and I just got certified to be a lifeguard, so over the summer I'm going to be a lifeguard at the Mountain View Pool in Kalani. And I also play golf, and I was on the Skyline High School freshman team this year. My name is Matt Diefenbach. My mentors, Larry Larson and Hubert and Caleb, are in my confirmation group. I am writing this letter to confirm my faith in following Jesus. When I was younger, the only thing that mattered to me at church was getting a candy for doing good in Sunday school. <laughs> now, as I've grown older and have gone through confirmation, I now have a deeper understanding of what church is about and why it matters. A big experience in my life has been being baptized. Me being baptized means a lot as it feels I have a close relationship with God. Jesus to me is the ultimate best friend, someone I can trust and someone I know who has my back. A story from scripture that I really enjoy is David and Goliath. It shows how the underdog can win as long as he has faith and trust in God. I want to thank my family for encouraging me to do confirmation and always being there for me. I also want to thank Larry, my confirmation mentor, for the time he spent teaching us. Finally, I want to thank God for leading me through it all. Thank you. Sure. Okay. 
This morning's scripture reading is from Matthew 13, verses 31 through 34. Follow along in your own Bibles or as the text is presented on the screens above. I will be reading, or we will be reading, from the New International Version. He told them another parable. The kingdom of heaven is like a mustard seed, which a man took and planted in his field. Though it is the smallest of all seeds, yet when it grows, it is the largest of garden plants and becomes a tree, so that the birds come and perch in its branches. He told them still another parable. The kingdom of heaven is like yeast that a woman took and mixed into about 60 pounds of flour until it worked all the way through the dough. Jesus spoke all these things to the crowd in parables. He did not say anything to them without using a parable. Hey, good morning. Um, I am the second Mark that's been surrounded by angels up here this morning. So um, thank you for being uh, with us this morning. So really quick, students, um, can you grab your blankets? Did everybody get to see like a little peek of these, these blankets that they have behind them? So um, we have this thing, his hands, right? We mentioned it before. And if you were part of uh, any of these different uh, blankets, would you just throw your hand up really quick and so we can thank you. Um, thank you so much. such an awesome, awesome expression of um, us as a church being a multi-generational community uh, in discipleship. And so um, I just want to take a couple minutes to, uh, to kind of highlight um, this moment and what this means for us as a church and what this means for each one of these students. And um, then we'll, uh, we'll share communion together and then uh, we'll go eat cake. Sound good? Uh, so Jesus often used these words. He would say, the kingdom of God is like, or the kingdom of God is is. And this morning we experienced that firsthand. The kingdom of God is here. A beautiful picture of nine students proclaiming their commitment to say yes to Jesus. Not claiming to have everything figured out or understood, but um, saying yes to Jesus nonetheless. That is a beautiful depiction of the kingdom of God. Uh, another generation being raised up to walk faithful, faithfully with Jesus. And I love this slide because um, it's this beautiful depiction of uh, five generations living, working, and following Jesus alongside each other. This is Pine Lake. This is who we are, and this is who we are continuing to become. And this year-long process really... Um, is an incredible illustration of this multi-generational faith community, but uh, is not possible without these three key leaders, Michelle, Walt, and Larry. Um, thank you so much for your commitment to these students, to what you've meant to them, um, and the opportunity to, to just walk with them uh, as teammates with mine. So uh, can we just thank them one more time? Thank you so much. Parents and families, um, you will forever and always hold the spot of being most influential in your students' lives. Um, I want to continue to be this loyal teammate to raise your kids alongside you. Um, Pastor Nancy and I continue uh, to consider it a privilege to partner with you as families as you're on these faith journeys. And grandparents, cousins, aunts, uncles, siblings, parents, whoever is here uh, to celebrate this time, um, thank you for, for being here to, to, to celebrate and support. Um, and never stop praying for, for these people, for these nine students, um, especially you grandmas and grandpas. It's so important. 
Um, and so I just want to take a, a little time, and I'm, I'm apologizing now, but I'm going to turn my back to you so that I can uh, speak to each one of these students just briefly. Um, and so, students, on behalf of everyone here, um, we are so proud of each of you um, for who you are and who you're continuing to become. Jillian, your smile is contagious. And the joy that you bring into a room is a gift that everyone gets to encounter when they meet you. I believe it flows from the joy and from the hope that you have found in Jesus. You make all those other youngest children in the room proud. And speaking of youngest children in the room, uh, Taryn, hear me when I say this to you. God has given you the gift of influence. Taryn, you are a leader and a bold one. People want to follow you, and you have influence. I pray that you'll continue to discover this influence and use it to glorify God in every area of your life. Grace, many people in this room, including myself, don't know your full story and what you've already been through in the first 16 years of your life. But I do know this, Grace, that God... It's crazy about you. God loves you like crazy. And God has gifted you with one of the most incredible minds I've ever been around. Grace, there's no doubt that you will go on and do something extraordinary with your life. And my prayer is that you'll use your power and your influence all for the glory of God. Caleb, you're called to lead, my friend. God has gifted you as a leader among your friends to be a leader among your peers. And Caleb, God has gifted you to be a leader in worship. Caleb, I pray that you continue to grow in your identity as a humble and confident young man and continue to grow in your gifts and music to lead others closer to Jesus, your God-given gifts on a keyboard. And Matt, this year has been a huge year of growth for you. From the first time I met you last fall until now, I've seen you become a young man who has taken responsibility of your faith. Matt, you have made your faith your own. I cannot wait to continue to walk with you the next three years of high school to see how God continues to shape you into a man of integrity as a leader among leaders and as a man that continues to seek God with all of his heart. Hubert, our favorite Disney Channel fan. You have such a quiet and gentle spirit. Hubert, through this, God wants to do extraordinary things in your life and through your life. Hubert, you are a gifted evangelist. People will come to know the love of Jesus through your life and through your influence. And I pray that you'll continue to live as a reflection of Jesus, to live life intentionally and purposely, in quiet strength and humble confidence. And Richie, you're wise well beyond your years. Richie, you're a builder, you're creative, you have the ability to see something grand, something beautiful, and something others might consider insignificant. Richie, you are a visionary. I pray that God will continue to equip you to be a young man that lives life so purposefully for the greater good of others as a reflection of the life that Jesus lived as an example of love to everyone 
around you. And Justin, you're a warrior, fierce and unafraid. And yet, Justin, you have a sense of peace about you. You reflect the boldness of a lion and the gentleness of a lamb. Your ability to stay calm and collected under stress will prove to be such a gift to so many people. And I pray that you continue to see how your influence can be grounds to further the kingdom of God. And Luke, you work so hard, man. You've already accomplished so much and you have so many people in your life that are so proud of you for who you are and who you're becoming. But Luke, hear me on this. God is proud of you. Since before you were born, before you ever accomplished anything, God has been so proud of you, his son. And Luke, God will continue to do great things in and through you. And I pray that you never lose sight of a God that loves you so deeply and so relentlessly. So, church, um, can we show our love for these nine students and everything that they are and will continue to be to our faith community and wherever they go? So can we show our love for them? So today simply just marks another step in your faith journey as each of you nine students continue to walk with Jesus. And so um, today might be a day that you remember forever or a day that you forget when you wake up tomorrow morning and go to school. But um, how could you not remember a day that you could sit in a white robe in front of everybody as they're just staring at you for an hour? Like that's, no one forgets that, traumatizing. Um, but I, I tell you this, this morning. Be on the lookout for the days that God will use to change your life. We read two short parables this morning that really serve as an overall truth about the kingdom of God for all of us here today. The kingdom of God is unfolding all around us every day. And therefore, be on the lookout for the days that God will use to change your life. These days can be as simple as just saying yes to Jesus. At the end of Jesus' parables in Matthew 15, he uh, has this really brief dialogue with a couple of his disciples. Uh, and he asks them, uh, he asked them, have you understood all of these things that I have said? And they reply, reply right away, yes, we have understood. And okay, so for real, Jesus just spoke about uh, treasures and nets and mustard seed and all these crazy things these people didn't know what he was talking about, and yet they said yes right away. Be on the lookout for the days that God will use to change your life. And so, um, would you agree, birthdays are a, a pretty uh, important day, maybe some uh, life-changing day. And so, um, I want to just share one story, and then we're going to go to uh, the communion table. And so, um, on my 21st birthday, um, that's a way to start a story on Confirmation Sunday, right? Um, I received a call from my friend. Um, at the, this time in my life, I was, I was pretty lost. Um, I was at the end of my sophomore year of college. 
Um, I just decided that I was no longer going to study business, uh, but I had absolutely no idea what I was going to do with my life. I felt stuck. That day I received a call from a friend who was a youth pastor at a covenant church. I had no idea what the covenant was or what a covenant church was at that time. And he asked me if I wanted a job. Eight hours a week to be an assistant youth director at a church near the college I was attending. I had no youth ministry experience. I had no idea what that job even entailed. But to be honest, I had no real desire to even work with students. And yet here I am, six years later, doing the one thing that I feel so unquestionably called to do, to walk with students as they encounter the living God. That small phone call planted a seed in my life that will forever change my life. And so students and families, church, may we be on the lookout for the days that God will use to change our lives. And so what are we confirming today? Um, we're confirming the fact that, that all of us are on this journey that we don't have it all figured out. And yet we're still saying yes to Jesus. We're still saying yes to Jesus. And if you're here this morning supporting your friends or family or um, if you've driven far or whatever, um, you're asking what's going on, what does it mean to say Yes to Jesus. Saying yes to Jesus is simple. It's saying yes to the fullness of life that he offers through his life and death and resurrection. It's saying yes to life with Jesus, moving towards Jesus, and living the way of Jesus. But what's even better is Jesus doesn't wait for us to say yes. Jesus doesn't wait for us to have it all figured out. Jesus doesn't love us after we've loved him. He initiates that. And so as we move to this communion table this morning, um, may we consider the days in our lives that God has used to change our lives. And as we approach this table, may we anticipate the days that God will use in our lives to change our lives, to change our community for the kingdom of God. And so this morning, um, we've had this privilege to, to hear from uh, nine of these students, uh, of, from each of you. Um, but the rest of us have a role, because uh, Hubert, you said it this morning, a relationship is a two-way street, right? And so, um, families, friends, church, if you will commit to walking with these nine students as they continue to walk with Jesus, committing to being a voice of encouragement, a nudge of correction, and a community of love, if you will commit to loving these students in response to the way that God has first loved us, please say, we will. We will. Amen. Um, I want to invite uh, students to move down and, and stand uh, in front of the elements this morning. And then I want to invite up our confirmation mentors to, uh, to join them. And uh, we're just going to pray uh, a prayer of blessing over these nine students. And church, I invite uh, you to extend a hand um, if you'd like as we mark this moment in, in time where uh, we're commissioning these students into this next season of life wherever uh, God has for them. And so would you join me in prayer? Mm-hmm.
God, thank you for this day and what it represents for each of these nine students, these nine families represented here. God, thank you for the mentors that you have worked through this year and how they are such a beautiful reflection of this kingdom of God. Jesus, today as these students have taken another step in the relationship with you, would you continue to grow with them, to cultivate new life in them, that we may celebrate them so well. God, you have created each one of these students in your image, that they may be wise in their discernment, that they love you, others, love you and love others fully through the same love that you have shown. God, may they live in the freedom that comes through life in you. May this day be a day that each one of these students draws back upon to remember the commitment you have made to them first and the commitment they have made to you. God, may you receive all the glory this morning. And it's in the name of Jesus we pray. Not all God's people said, 